tonight, I want to talk on the subject of biblical testing. Uh, the reason I'm bringing that up is not because so much it's a moment of testing. I mean, we're in that season. COVID-19 is surely a test. Uh, there are frequent tests that we face, but we are going to be entering a season called 40 Days of Hearing God. And 40 is the biblical number of testing. There is a principle in Bible study known as the principle of first use. And essentially what it means is that although God used many hands to write the Bible, there truly was only one author that every word was inspired by Holy Spirit who has one single vocabulary from start to finish, from Genesis to Revelation. So as we look at this thought tonight, we're going to recognize that there is the denotation of a word. That's really its exact or primary meaning. So 40 is 39 plus one. That's 40. That's what it means. But connotation, that is the other ideas, thoughts, and feelings that can get attached to a particular word. And as you study through scripture, you discover that the rule or principle of first use carries the connotation of a word all through scripture. So let's look at first use of the word 40. Genesis 7 verse 4, for after seven days I will cause it to rain on the earth 40 days and 40 nights, and I will destroy from the face of the earth all living things that I have made. Now, it is not only this verse that says uh, this will happen over 40 days, but we find it again in Genesis 7:12, in Genesis 7:17, and in Genesis 8:6. So 40 is being introduced, and it is showing us that this is a season or time of the testing of Noah's faith and of the implementation of the judgment of God on the face of the earth. Notably, and this is to be remembered, this uh, 40 closes with an open window indicating new growth, new life, new opportunity. So even when 40 brings about judgment because the test has been failed, Still, there's always going to be the open window of God's grace. One of the uh, good examples of 40 in scripture would be Moses uh, in Exodus 24, verse 18. We read, Moses went into the midst of the cloud and went up into the mountain. And Moses was on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. You'll find the same thing repeated in Exodus 34, 28. So here we have the first example of a 40-day fast. And as you read the chapter, you realize Moses passes the test while all Israel is at the foot of the mountain failing the test. You can read that in Deuteronomy 9, verse 25. So 
again, Moses is a great example because his life can be divided into three periods of 40 years each. In the first 40 years, because of his pride and ego, he fails the test. 40 more years goes by, Moses passes the test and now has the humility necessary to be a great leader for God. And in the final 40 years of his life, he is, of course, a powerful prophet. And so we see Moses fast for 40 days. Still another who fasted for 40 days is Elisha. And I think it's worth noting that Elisha, Moses, and Jesus, the only other one that Scripture, tell, scripture tells us, uh, fasted for 40 days. These three are standing together on the Mount of Transfiguration. Hallelujah. So, first principle is whatever connotation attaches to a word when it is first used will be with that word throughout the rest of Scripture. So we receive 40 over and over again throughout the Word of God will be a time of testing. One example, Numbers 13, 25. And they returned from spying out the land after 40 days. And I think you'll recall the story is Joshua and Caleb passed the test and ultimately got into the promised land. Everyone else failed the test and not, no entry, did not get into the promise of God. Jonah gives us another example, Jonah 3, 4. Jonah began to enter the city on the first day's walk and cried out and said, yet 40 days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Hopefully you know the story. Nineveh repented and therefore passed the test and got delivered and escaped the judgment. Amen. So again, 40 constantly throughout the word of God will point to testing. We pass or fail these tests and the judgment or the consequences of passing or failing the test. So we see Deuteronomy 25, 3. 40 blows he may give him and no more. This is the fate of a criminal who can be lashed 40 times, but no more. The grace of God will never go past 40 in terms of testing. There is an open window at the end of the flood scene. There is new growth, new opportunity, new beginning, Let's try again. Amen? Amen. And then Egypt. Egypt came under judgment at a given time in history, and it would be judged for, yes, you guessed it, 40 years. Ezekiel 29, 11, neither foot of man shall pass through it, nor foot of beast pass through it, and it shall be uninhabited 40 years. So the grace of God will always work within that 40-day period. And when it ends, because God will not exceed 40 days uh, <clears throat> of judgment or 40 years of judgment, that is his time frame, 40, 
okay? He will open a window to new life, whether it's for disobedient Israel or rebellious Egypt. Egypt does get a regathering after 40. Israel does get a second shot at the lost promise after 40 years in the wilderness. We read about uh, <clears throat> Egypt uh, in Ezekiel 29, 13. So I read verse 11. It was 40 years that they would be under judgment. Verse 13, yet thus says the Lord God, at the end of 40 years, I will gather the Egyptians from the peoples among whom they were scattered. And then of course, Israel, Numbers 14, 33, 34, and your sons shall be shepherds in the wilderness 40 years and bear the brunt of your infidelity until your carcasses are consumed in the wilderness. According to the number of the days in which you spied out the land, 40 days for each day, you shall bear your guilt one year, namely 40 years, and you shall know my rejection. Clearly what's being said here is you were spying out the land for 40 days. You have failed the test. It's going to cost you 40 years in the wilderness. And of course, Exodus 16 verse 35 reminds us that yes, they ate manna for 40 years until they came to the land of Canaan. So you can clearly see 40 is carrying the connotation of judgment, of testing, failing, or passing within God's time frame. The Israelites consistently failed the test. 40 years would go by under the judges and they would fail. 40 years of judgment would come. Another chance would spring up. They would fail. 40 years of judgment would spring up. And so we see, you know, it just goes on and on that way. I want you to know that God's intention in every test is that we pass the test so as to be promoted. The devil's intention is for us to fail the test and be held back. So we see 40 years for Eli who failed miserably as the priest of God. We see 40 years for Solomon, who did in fact start well, but ended really badly, having contaminated the entire nation by marrying so many pagan wives and bringing their wise men and their magicians into his court. And it was at that season that Israel forgot that God was their healer, and they started turning to the king's court to meet with the magicians for their healings. And of course, it didn't work. Anyway, uh, King Saul, another absolute failure. King Saul was king for 40 years. <clears throat> you will recall Saul stood head and shoulders above every man in the nation of Israel, and yet he cowered before Goliath. The scripture says Goliath came out every day 
for 40 days, morning and evening. That is, he tested Israel. He tested Saul and his leadership, and Saul <laughs> failed miserably. He was followed by David. And David, although he had a rocky walk, managed to succeed in a great way because after all else was said and done, he was indeed a man that was after the heart of God. So David also served as king for 40 years. So having talked about these 40s and all of the judges served 40 years and the periods of judgment between them were 40 years long. But the last 40 that we come to is Jesus. He was tested for 40 days and he came out strong and God promoted him. Amen. Let's read that. Matthew 4, verse 2. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward, he was hungry. Luke chapter 4 includes the fact that he was, I quote, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And in those days, he ate nothing. And afterward, when they had ended, he was hungry. Obviously, after those 40 days, he came out of the wilderness in power, filled with the Holy Ghost and power, and went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Amen. So, I think it's pertinent that we recognize 40 is so significant in God's timelines. And after the resurrection, you don't hear of any miracles. You don't hear of any teachings per se, at least not the topics included therein. Um, after the resurrection, there's no healings along with the miracles. There's no encounters with the scribes, the Pharisees, the hypocrites. There's only one focus and accent and scripture makes it clear jesus had one kingdom perspective acts 1 3 to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Jesus had only one thing to talk about after his death, burial, and resurrection, and that was the king's dominion, the kingdom of God, the king's dominion. He did that, I believe, because he was ensuring that his disciples would endure every coming trial, face every coming test, pass every test, and be promoted. Amen. So having said all that, I just point all these 40s out because grace and peace is coming up to a season.
uh, Pastor Jim has arranged for us to do 40 days of hearing God. I'm going to talk to you about that um, and, and do, do so in recognition that I recently um, gave a sermon in which I was talking about this season globally. God is calling forth his remnant people. He is gathering his, his, his remnant people, the ones who will survive it all, the ones who say up front, I am going to serve God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. I will love him this way. And because they do, they will be his remnant people, his remnant church. I believe it's fashioned and forming right now. And as it happens, this is so wonderful because early, early, I think it was last year, actually, not this year, Pastor Jem and I were chatting and everything. And we came up with this 40 days of hearing God as being done now at this season in time. I think it is so fortuitous that it's just the perfect timing. Our, our launch for this program is coming on October 11th. It will last 40 days, which will carry it through November 19th. So it's pre-election, post-election, <laughs> and uh, we're actually starting a week sooner and so the uh, October 4, there'll be what we call a pre-launch sermon. And it will be talking about the open ear. The open ear is a reflection on God's servants that God opens their ear. Uh, scripture talks about that and we will be talking about that in service. So during our 40 days, every Sunday, every Wednesday sermon will be tied into this one theme, hearing God. Oh, what perfect timing this is. So before we launch on the first Sunday, October 11th, we will have the Sunday before the open ear and the Wednesday before will be on rationalism and mysticism. That is to say, yes, God gave us a sound mind. We are rational people and we have rational service, but we are a spiritual people. And so we need to be able to hear the spirit as well as the thoughts of God that we can read from his word. And so we'll be looking at how the rational and mystical aspects of understanding come together. When we launch our uh, 40 days, you will have a devotional made available to you. I think notice already went out. I know it certainly will be coming again and again. The idea is you will be given either a hard copy or an electronic copy that you can download and make as many copies as you like. But it will be a 40-day devotional, meaning every day there will be a short reading, a devotional 
thought ending with a simple prayer and we the whole church will be praying it together we also are launching small groups at that time so for six weeks we're asking you to jump in uh join a zoom uh focus group on 40 days of hearing god so we'll have sundays we'll have wednesdays and we'll have small group where there will be um further dialogue surrounding what we've been uh talking about in the sunday messages and so the rest of these titles come out as sunday one uh hearing god wednesday one god's thoughts sunday two the word and spirit agree wednesday two centering down focusing the inner man that's learning to be still and know that i am god that's uh sunday three internal and external means of guidance uh wednesday three <clears throat> journaling sunday four communion with god wednesday four test all things and the rest of that would be and hold fast to that which is good sunday five knowing your destiny wednesday five getting the most out of your bible sunday six faith comes by hearing obviously 40 days of hearing needs to reflect on faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of god and then november 18 wednesday service will be celebratory in nature that is to say we will all be finishing up our small groups and our meditations and our devotions and everything and 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 the whole purpose of 40 days is for each of us and all of us to be promoted by god and then our devotional will close the following day november 19th and the devotional book will close but you and i will be in another place regarding our relationship with god because god has said you will find me when you seek me with all your heart so we are investing for 40 days and it's going to be awesome father you have said we will find you when we seek you with all our heart lord we agree and are drawing near to you so that you will draw near to us we will be listening carefully sundays wednesdays indeed daily to hear your voice and like young samuel we will learn to say speak lord for your servant is listening and you will speak lord and we reflect on this truth that in samuel's life not one of his words ever fell to the ground because he was that tight with you in understanding your mind your purpose and your will for his times his days and his ministry bless us 
in our search, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.